Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcast. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. And we always appreciate it when you share those on social media. Well, it looks like the government narrowly avoided another shutdown. We've got $6 billion more going out to the Ukraine. Very limited amount being done with our border security. Uh, Republicans caving once again. Only a few people uh, did not vote for this uh, budget. Of course, it was always an issue with President Trump with the bloated budgets. I know President Trump gets a lot of... Uh, criticism for that but really it was never his fault because these budgets they would give him would just be terrible and republicans just do not fight for what they need they always allow the democrats pork to make it into these budgets which is very unfortunate but uh the big news of the day happened to be this jamal bowman uh committing an insurrection by pulling the fire alarm trying to delay the vote uh, this is a huge story. It's been blowing up. Of course, up until this point in time, we have not heard about Mr. Bowman being arrested like anybody else would have been. I mean, if this were you or I, uh, we'd be facing 12 to 20 years in prison right now, uh, be sitting in a Washington, D.C. jail. But Jamal Bowman thinks he can get away without being held accountable. This guy's just another radical, progressive uh, from the AOC School of Progressives. And he's just not a very smart person. He expects people to believe he was trying to enter the building, so he pulled a fire alarm. Give me a break. This guy is so full of it. And we there's no going back if they do not charge Jamal Bowman. I mean, that is clear that we have a two-tiered justice system. Rob, how are you doing tonight? And what are your thoughts on what took place this weekend? Andrew, I'm doing great. And I, like you, found it interesting that we have a Democrat trying to commit insurrection by stopping a congressional proceeding. A Democrat who is a devout socialist, who sits at the school of Ilion Omar, another devout socialist. Jamal Bowman, who is a former principal, God forbid what school he was uh, the head of, I feel for those students, Jamal Bowman, a black man, Jamal Bowman, who claims he confused a door with a fire alarm, Jamal Bowman, who said, oh, I was just trying to get in and get my vote, and I thought that if I pulled this, the doors would open. And yeah. if you look at the video, Andrew, and I'm sure many of our listeners have, or the 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 clipping that they've been sending around on social media, as he was pulling down, as he was committing his act of insurrection to stop a congressional proceeding, there were two double doors right next to him. <laughs> How in the heck did he get two double doors confused with with an a fire alarm? Go figure. But he wants us to believe it 
And Democrats wants us to believe it. Yeah, no, I, I think know. Kevin... I don't know what's stupider, the fact that he did it, or the fact that we've got so many Democrats out here trying to convince us that this was an accident. It's like, come on, man. No way. Nobody pulls a fire alarm trying to enter a building. Just no one. It, it makes no sense. But we're again, this is a, this is the same party that want us to believe that men can be women and vice versa. But more so, you see, there's more so of a push that men can be women because these men are taking all the women jobs. And as we've said before, we're the feminist. Yeah, there are some women who, who think that they're men and they're doing the same surgery, but there are more men, more prominent men that are out there taking jobs that belong to women. So it's this party. And Bowman, he, he kneels at the altar of this silliness. He kneels at the, at the altar. So for him to want us to believe and think that, oh, you know, I made a mistake. It was an honest mistake. No. What he was doing was that he wanted to shut down the government. He wanted to shut it down so that they could blame Republicans. He didn't want Democrats to vote for that continuing resolution. And let me see here. I think I have the numbers uh, as to which how this went down. Let's see. But it's it's quite remarkable. Here, we have, here, here it is right here. Let me see. The Republican-controlled House of Representatives voted 335 to 91 to adopt a 40-day stoppage measure, measures hours before funding for federal agencies were set to expire. The Democratic-led Senate later approved the bill. We knew they were going to because that's at the helm of Mitch McConnell with bipartisan support and sent it to President Joe Biden to sign into law. And of course, like clockwork, Joe signed it into law. Now, I don't know if Joe signed it or not because this happened like I think during the uh, the night hours, and we know that Joe is not functioning at his best during that time. Not that he's functioning at his best during the morning time, but we're supposed to believe that Joe Biden signed this. Do you believe that, Andrew? Do you believe that Joe Biden signed it? Or if he did, maybe it was another weekend at Bernie's. They just dragged him out, put the pencil in his hand, and they uh, they controlled his movement of his hand to sign the bill. I was going to say, it's a weekend, so he's probably in his basement in Delaware, so uh, maybe they faxed it to him, and uh, they kind of uh, had his signature put on there, but I don't think he signed it directly at the White House. Absolutely not, and you also got to remember, because it was released, that Joe Biden is doing therapy. They're doing therapy for his legs, helping him with his movement, and that's something else that they've been trying to hide from the American people, but then they easily slid it in. Someone leaked it to Washington, the Washington Post so they can say, oh, well, he's not trying to hide this because we found out about it. No, this was all by design, folks. This was all by design. I will say it again. The man in the White House is in therapy for his movements. He's having problems with his legs. We've talked about this on numerous occasions when we see Joe Biden falling down. And they've been telling us, oh, no, it was the wind that blew him down. Oh, he didn't fall down. Oh, he's sturdy. Oh, he can ride a bicycle. Then he falls off the bicycle. Oh, it was the wind. We call this Andrew. We're not doctors. But with our very own eyes, as Kamala Harris would say, we saw what was happening. We called this. We said that he's having problems with his movement. We said that his gait was off, among other things. His cognitive ability is off. But they want us to think that he's as sharp as a tack, but he's not. And we called it. So now we're supposed to believe that he signed this bill. 
this stoppage, the same way we're supposed to believe that Jamal Bowman accidentally confused a fire alarm with the door. Although we see the video, he's on camera. No, I'm surprised, Andrew, that the Capitol Hill was able to produce this camera, this footage. Because they can't find out who had the, uh, well, they told us initially who brought the cocaine in the White House. They said it was impossible, the CIA. It's impossible. There are too many people coming in and out. Now, mind you, they have cameras. The same cameras that they use, apparently, when they said, oh, there was an insurrection at the White House by Jan 6. Oh, they were able to find that camera, pull all the camera. And they're still trying to find people. But the person who brought the cocaine in the White House, initially they told us, oh, it's impossible. We investigated it and it's closed. The same way they claimed that they investigated the election flaws in 2020. Bill Barr, oh, we looked at it. There's nothing to see here. Let's move on. Let's get out. Let's just, Trump boss, let's move on. And now little by little, the truth is trickling out. And little by little, sure enough, we have these judges that are trying to shut it down, to shut down the truth, because they don't want the American people to know the truth. And because the media is involved, Andrew, the American people, they're thinking, oh, they're trying to protect us. There's nothing to see here. You have people to swear up and down. They're ready to fight to say, oh, no, there was nothing to see. The election of 2020, it went like clockwork. There was nothing wrong. But every other election, they'll claim, oh, something went wrong. But with this one, oh, there was nothing wrong. And these are the same people who will buy into the lie that Jamal Bowman accidentally and truthfully, although lyingly, pressed the wrong button. He thought it was a door and not a fire alarm. But we have two doors behind him, two double doors. But they'll tell you, don't pay attention to that. So I'm surprised that the Capitol Hill, the House of Representatives, we were able to pull the tape before someone destroyed the tape and said, oh, the tape is messed up. Because, you know, that's another line they use, Andrew. Oh, the tape was messed up. Oh, we were trying to. And in the process of pulling it down, someone did this and someone did that. And it was destroyed. And they could probably still do it. And they could possibly say, oh, that's not Jamal. That was a White House. That was a, some page on the floor. It looked like him. Let that person take the, uh, you know, the hit, the rap for it. And we're supposed to just accept this. But I was glad the Speaker McCarthy came out and said, I'm going to wait. We're going to wait for the tape. We're going to wait for an investigation. But an investigation should be done. And if it's proven that he did this, there should be repercussion. He should, just like everyone else, face up to the fact that he did do something illegally. But it wasn't something. He actually tried to stop a congressional proceedings. And even Bamal himself, Jamal himself, even said on Twitter, or formerly known Twitter, X formerly known as Twitter, he said, no one in this country is above the law, including former President Trump. He made that pronouncement or that missive on March 30th, 2023, when they were talking about Jan 6 and Trump going through all these indictments. So I wonder now, how is that going to reconcile with what, his, what he did, his actions? How is that going to reconcile? And we can't overlook this. We can't let this slide. Yeah. And I would say to my fellow Republicans, you better stay on top of this.
Yeah, and if Democrats had an ounce of integrity, they'd be demanding his resignation, but we haven't heard that at all. All we've heard them is making excuses for him. And how do we know this radical's not going to pull something like this again in the future if he gets away with it? We don't. Uh, this cannot be allowed to happen, and nothing happened. I mean, the rule of law will officially be dead in this country if they allow John Maul Bowman to get away with this after all these January 6th protesters, nonviolent nonetheless, have been facing 10, 20 years in prison just rotting away for the same thing. Rotting away in prison for the same thing. So I wonder what Judge Tonya Chunka, what is what are her thoughts on this? Is she going to come out because she came out about the Jan 6 and she had an opinion? And then so many other judges had opinions and lawmakers. What are their thoughts on this? Or we have to be careful because they'll turn this into a race thing. Oh, they're trying to attack him because he's black. They're trying to attack him because they say he can't make mistakes. That's what will happen. And as I was saying before, Republicans should just, again, pounce on this. But instead, they will fight internally. I mean, this guy literally gave them a get-out-of-jail card. I don't know what your position was, what some of our listeners, our position was on the government shutting down and remaining open. But this is a get-out-of-jail card so that you can move beyond that rhetoric and say, okay, now let's focus on this. Because that's what Democrats would do. They would move past this so quickly you would never know that it happened. And they would focus on something nefarious that they claim that the Republican has done. And I heard someone else say that, you know, we should also look at the emails. And that's the reason why Kevin McCarthy said there should be an investigation, because we don't know if Akeem Jeffries put him up to this. We don't know if he sent an email and said, how are we, how are we going to stop this? Are we going to join forces with Kevin McCarthy and give him a get out of jail card by not allowing the government to shut down? Because we, had, we heard talks about that, that there were some Democrats who were going, like, we, maybe we can help him out. Maybe we'll save him. How do we know that Hakeem Jeffries and Bowman didn't have private conversations through emails, text messages? So we need to pull the records. We need all of that information. And they should do it immediately before they, someone says, oh, my phone was destroyed. It was raining and I dropped my phone or a car drove over my phone. They will come up with all these flimsy excuses. They'll put it out in the media. The left-wing media will run with it. And, well, well this is what happened. Do you believe that can't happen? Knowing that, had it been a Republican, they would say, oh, no, it's impossible. We can contact the phone companies and they'll pull the records. And what you bet, Andrew, some on the right, right-wing media, will go along with it as opposed to exposing this. And this is what drives me crazy. Here's a story. Here's a story that they can control the narrative. But they will allow the left-wing media to control the narrative, and then they'll jump on top of it saying, oh, well, no, this was a mistake. Clearly, he might have made a mistake, and maybe he did make a mistake. So we shouldn't be so – we shouldn't rush to judgment. We've been saying they shouldn't rush to judgment with Trump, which they've already done, rush to judgment with Trump and all the Jan 6 folks. But then you'll have the right-wing media standing out front. Well, we shouldn't rush to judgment. We want to show them that we're better than that. It's a different ball game, you hideous. Don't you understand? They've thrown everything out the door, out the window. Civility for them is dead. They don't care. They want to win by any means necessary. And because they know that they can control the narrative and that you guys are going to go along with it, they will put their own narrative out there. Right now, they should be looking into this guy's past. Who is he? Let's tell the American people who he is. He tried to stop in a congressional proceeding. 
the same way they claim that the Jan 6 folks tried to do stop a congressional proceeding when they were trying to certify the vote, something that Mike Pence was supposed to have done, according to the Constitution. Yes, Mike Pence. According to the Constitution, according to the bylaws, had someone come up, a representative said, I want to contest the certification of a vote for a particular state. Mike Pence's position should have been, do you have a senator standing with you? And the representative would have said, not only one, but I have two. And then Mike Pence would have sent those votes back to the states that were being questioned. That's all he had to do. He wasn't stopping the election. He wasn't doing anything but just sending it back. That is a reason why it was built in the Constitution, that time frame, so that this could happen. But Mike Pence didn't want to do that. Mike Pence wanted to act on his own, unilaterally. I'm just going to make this decision up myself. That's all he wanted to do. He saw an opening, well, maybe I could be the next president. See, all these things are tied, and this is how the right-wing media, Andrew, should present it, connect it together so that people will see what's happening, and they'll have an aha moment and say, wait a minute, we're being lied to. Now, I'm going to continue this on the other side of the break because I want to make certain that our listeners are fully informed. And the only way you're going to be fully informed is here on After Dark with Robin Andrew. Yeah, you've got that right. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. 
We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrews. We've just been discussion, discussing Democrat Congressman Jamal Bowman and him pulling the fire alarm. And then his lie that it was just his way to enter the building. I mean, he's right up there with Christine Blasey Fraud and Jesse Smollett for the Democrats' lies, trying to act like he was just trying to enter the building when he pulled this fire alarm. I mean, no one is that ignorant to actually believe that. Although we've got many Democrat politicians trying to convince us of this, it's just not believable. And this guy needs to be held accountable, but someone else that needs to be held accountable is Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who's once again dropped the ball, uh, did not back uh, these patriotic congressmen who are opposing this budget. Instead, he just goes and negotiates with Democrats, wants to give Ukraine all the money that they want. And uh, this is where we're at. This is where we knew we would be at. I mean, you can go back and listen to our shows from earlier this year and we predicted that Speaker McCarthy would just be handing out money to Ukraine left and right. No balances checked. And it's going to be the same old warmongering uh, Republicans in there. And this is what Speaker McCarthy's produced so far. He's done absolutely none, nothing that he promised the American people that he would do. Uh, he hasn't gone after any of the people that he promised he would go after. This impeachment inquiry almost had to twist his arm to even agree to that. Uh, Republicans need new leadership. I mean, starts at the top with Ronna McDaniel, but uh, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy's got to go. And uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, I mean, this guy's barely hanging on. Uh, it's just pathetic and sad rob the state of republican leadership outside of donald trump would you agree i agree completely and we had said all along earlier on this year that we didn't think that mccarthy kevin mccarthy would be a good fit for this role we also know that um i think three years ago it was brought to our attention that mccarthy wanted to be speaker of the house he lived for this he was on the hill in order to become Speaker of the House. And I think this was shared with us by one of our guests. And it happened. He became Speaker of the House in a very tumultuous time. There were people that wouldn't vote for him. And of course, Republicans, I mean, Democrats use this as fodder to make fun of the Republicans saying, ha, 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 you guys can't even get it together. They finally got together and said, okay, we're going to make him Speaker of the House. But then there were some conditions as to him becoming Speaker of the House. And we saw this weekend on all the Sunday morning shows that Matt Gates is saying that they have plans to oust McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, by enacting a, a, apparently a, they want to file what is known as a motion to vacate against McCarthy this week. And I think that was one of the terms of the agreement when they all decided that he would become Speaker of the House, that I think any single member the House could enact this motion to vacate, and then they would decide. I would say they they got to be careful, because we know that Hakeem Jeffries is on the outline wanting to sneak in. And we have a lot of weak Republicans who could miss a vote, not have their eyes on what they're doing. And then Hakeem Jeffries, the next thing you know, he's at the top of the hill. Now, of course, there are more Republicans by a very thin margin in the House. But 
you can't trust these people. You can't trust a lot of them because some of them are rhinos and some of them are known to make deals to side with the Democrats. Now, this latest fiasco, them avoiding the government shutdown for, by signing a 45-day stoppage, I get it completely. Some not wanting it to shut down, others wanting it to shut down. But when you look at that bill and you see all the money that we're funding for Ukraine, which is ridiculous, nothing for the border, a lot of pork that's there. These are the things that American people aren't aware of. But see, what they're telling the American people, they being the left, is that we're not going to fund, we're not going to pay our veterans, we're not going to pay the military. and we're, The Democrats don't care anything about the military, okay? Under Lord Austin and Mark Milley, they've just about decimated the military. Our recruiting numbers are down. You go to the military, it looks like drag day. Now, some people like that. Oh, that's okay. Drag queens can serve. Okay, that's fine. I don't care if they're serving, but I don't want to see that mess on the bases. I want to see you there getting ready for war. Because when you're in the military, we go to war, we go to war to kill. And Colonel Julie Hall explained that to us on some of our shows. You go to war to kill. You don't go to war to paint your nails. You don't go to war for a drag day. You don't go to war for a drag queen hour to see men dressed up like women. And you know what's interesting? You don't see it the other way around. You don't see women coming out dressing up like men. It's always the men. And then you want to cry, oh, there's a war on women. Okay, but look at the people who are doing it, liberals. So the Democrats have just about decimated the military with all this crazy stuff. And then they want to cry, you're not paying our veterans. You're not paying this. You're not doing You don't care about that. You're too busy worried about the colors of the of the the gay tribe convention. And like I said, then you look at the bill, you got more funding for Ukraine. How much money do we need to give Ukraine? Ukraine is not that large. If they haven't won the war now, they're not going to win it. I mean, I get it. People saying, well, we don't want Putin to win. We don't want him to get a victory because I, I get all that. But it looks like he's already won because what is Ukraine? What do they have? And Andrew, do you not find it interesting that they don't show us any more pictures of Ukraine being bombed? We don't see any more pictures of the buildings being bombed. Is it that they bombed down, knocked down every building? I mean, I don't get it. Where are the pictures? I mean, in my opinion, they've just destroyed Ukraine. And then the other day, we heard secretly that we had a Democrat donor who's flying over to Ukraine with a team of businessmen. What is that about? What are we about to do there? A team of corporate executives going to Ukraine. I, I thought there was war torn. Why are they putting their lives in danger? Why are they risking being kidnapped? What's happening? Why are they going there? But a contingency went there. Yeah. Have we already started rebuilding Ukraine, Andrew? Something stinks and it's happening in Ukraine. I mean, this is just so much corruption in this country. You don't know where to start. Uh, the money that's being funneled into these politicians and businessmen's pockets uh, from this country, uh, that's their gold mine. That's exactly why they're holding this country up, trying to protect them. Although, as you said, it's been pretty much bombed at dust and rubble from what we've been told, although we don't see very many pictures of that anymore. And this Zelensky, he'll never give up as long as uh, he's getting all this money. He doesn't give a damn how many Ukrainians die. Uh, he just wants to keep cashing in. And that's 
obvious for anyone that's paying attention. And that's what he's doing. He's constantly cashing in. When he came to America during the UN, he was pleading for more money. Please give me money. I need more money. I need more money. He wanted to talk before Congress. I need more money. He's on the stage. Oh, give us more money. We need more money. We're, we're hemorrhaging more money. But what are you doing with the money? I better not find out that he has this money. His wife is living the high life somewhere in Paris. Because we, we know that could happen. Remember Arafat? Before he died, he became a billionaire, siphoning money from the U.S., claiming, I'm going to use it to protect the people. I'm going to do this. No, he wasn't doing anything. He was taking the money from Hamas and setting his wife up in Paris. Now, he would come out looking all taggered in these clothes that looked like he hadn't taken a bath in like God knows how long. But once the man died, we realized that, oh, look at all this money. He even had companies, he had, uh, had bought into companies in the U.S. A lot of banks got in trouble over it. It was hidden in LLCs. Hidden in LLCs. What else does that remind you of? The Bidens. And there are many LLCs for their family members, for young family members. But the Democrats tell us, oh, that's usual. There's nothing to see here. All the LLCs that they have getting money from China, oh, don't don't pay attention to that. But we see now that all those LLCs are used to hide money, to money launder. Here we have the chief of the U.S. sitting at the top of the government, fondling money from different LLCs. And we're told nothing to see here. No, I wonder if this whole process of ousting McCarthy, I hope this doesn't slow down the impeachment hearings because Republicans should be able to do more than one thing at the same time. They should be able to walk, talk, and chew gum. But see, this is what we're up against. And Gates better have a plan if he's going to do this. He better have the votes to do it. Don't say you're going to do it. And then, oh, we're still trying to find votes. No, you should have the votes. You should already be speaking behind the scenes saying we got to get the votes. Because if you're going to make such a huge move, you better be able to back it up and be able to do it. But this whole thing with McCarthy, I mean, I like I said, I understand that there were reservations about him uh, taking the top shot at the very beginning. He got it. He did some things, but he didn't do enough. So people always question his leadership. Is he really going to lead us the way he should? And I think that they need a Barracuda. Now, I don't know if Gates himself is going to try for the role. I know they had said Jim Jordan at one point. But we need to do it rather hastily and get over it move on because we have an election coming up and we don't need all this drama do it do it swiftly be smart about it make certain that you have your soldiers in a row that could step in we don't want a protracted drone out bickering going backwards and forward i hope gates has gone in and spoken to the necessary people because republicans have a tendency if they start going down a path with all the momentum, and then somehow, boom, there's a bump in the road. And then it all starts to fall apart. And then they all start bickering. 
I mean, in my opinion, Andrew, this is just a slum, slam dunk deal. You do what you need to do. You do it. Make sure you have the votes and you move on. But I dare say, I caution them because Hakeem Jeffries is looking at this. And he wants to be the Speaker of the House desperately. I have a feeling if Matt Gates does uh, arrange a vote, we're going to see the same thing that we saw earlier this year with the rhino establishments refusing to let go of McCarthy and refusing to vote for anyone else. I don't think there is going to be a consensus on any single person, uh, even if we do uh, motion to vacate McCarthy. Uh, unfortunately, I think we're stuck with him. And see, and that's what we, we can't have. If he doesn't have the votes, he should just talk, put the talk down, he being Gates. You got to make certain that you have the votes. You've got to go ahead and rally your caucus and say, okay, are you guys going to stand with me when we do this? And see, that's one of the problems that Republicans have. That's the reason why they can't get it together, because they're still playing the game that they played back in the 90s or whenever they were horrible. I mean, when they had Newt Gingrich, I mean, they were lockstep. And right. That was, when, that was during the 90s, during the Bill Clinton era. Go ahead. Part of the problem is Gates will have enough votes probably for McCarthy not to uh, be voted in, but it'll be just lockstep like we saw earlier this year where there's no clear cut winner. So they just have to keep re-voting because uh, a lot of these Republicans, like I said, they are just not going to relinquish uh, McCarthy. We saw that one guy getting Matt Gates' face almost get physical with him for yep. not wanting uh, Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker of the House. Uh, these people think these these positions are entitled to certain people, like Mitch McConnell thinks he's entitled to it. Uh, Kevin McCarthy thinks he did all the right steps, so now he's entitled to be Speaker of the House. And so many of these other Republicans are just going along with it. Uh, it's really unfortunate to see the power struggle we have in our own party. If you can't get the job done, then you should step aside. And that's how we know that it's all political and it's about power and what will happen to me afterwards. The name recognition, the influence, just like the influence coming from – you guys see how I always keep tying these things together? The influence coming out of the Joe Biden White House with Hunter Biden. It was before, in the middle, after, and now. It's all about influence. And how you're able to enrich your life if you have that influence. Joe Biden would, I think, two or three mansions, multi-million dollar properties, working on a government salary. And then a son who was a drug addict, a convicted felon, was able to will and deal deals to accumulate all this wealth. And now we have videotapes. We have emails with him saying, this is how I'm going to do it. It was a blueprint for how they were going to get it done. And no one is going to question it. No one is going to ask what is going on. But then when you have an independent, wealthy person who's going to come in and say, I'm not beholden to anyone. I'm going to get the job done. The establishment fights against it. Why is that? Because they know he's exposing them. And you have many in the American public that don't see it. They just don't get it because the media has been successful in painting a narrative that is very deceptive. Have painted a narrative that, no, this person is bad. You don't want his person's racism. Of course, you throw that down. It trumps everything. But it's all about influence peddling. 
Look at Dine Feinstein, albeit God rest her soul. She was a millionaire before she uh, died. Her husband was a billionaire. But look at how her family, the inner bickering of her family. She had her ch husband's children, her stepchildren, and then her own children that were fighting over a trust fund. Who's going to get what? We don't want them to get it because they really weren't related to us. I mean, we don't want them to get it because we don't like them. This woman already had money. These people are going to already get money. But they wanted to keep her in power for as long as they could to get more money. And this is just how they operate. And the American people have got to wake up and start seeing this and stop believing the narrative that the media is putting out there. Now I hear them saying, oh, the American public, they're mad at Congress because Congress can't get anything done. But why exactly are you mad? Are you mad because of the fake narrative that the media has created telling you this is the reason why? Or are you legitimately mad because of facts that you've known that these people are enriching themselves, Andrew, off of our backs, off of our taxes, and then making us suffer while they're giving our taxpayer dollars to Ukraine and to illegals that are coming here invading our country, Andrew? Very well said, Rob, and it just continues the argument for term limits so we don't have these lifelong politicians just staying in office, sucking up their influence, which equals money. We all know this uh, for decades and decades. I mean, these people should have, you know, like 10 years to come in, do the best they can, get things done, and then we don't see them anymore. Uh, this is the way it should be. But unfortunately, it'll never happen because they're never going to relinquish power and vote for term limits, which, which would essentially be voting to take themselves out of office. I just never see that happening. If you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper and stay younger longer absorb a healthier lifestyle with healthy cells pill-free vitamins you go to healthycell.com or americaoutloud.shop and check out the great products and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. we'll be back with more after dark with robin andrew these days every time you turn on the news it seems like there's a new threat to your health maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. 
Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. AmericaOutloud.news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us in the fight for liberty and justice for all. America Out Loud Talk Radio. back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew and going to continue our discussion tonight with Arizona. What's going on on the West Coast out there with Governor Katie Hobbs stepping down from her position temporarily? Now we've got a Republican in there uh, temporarily, as I said, but you have to wonder what's the long-term plan here with Katie Hobbs. Very rarely do we see this, usually for um, some kind of surgery or something like that, they'll step down and whoever's next in line will temporarily step up. But this isn't just a few hours. I mean, this is days. Um, I would be inclined to say maybe she's getting some plastic surgery or something like that. But uh, I guess only time will tell. Uh, Rob, what do you make of what's going on here in Arizona? You know, that's interesting, Andrew. I That caught me by surprise. With everything else that's taking place with the Trump indictment, we have the uh, government shutdown. We thought was going to be a government shutdown. We have Jamal Bowman trying to obstruct an official government congressional proceeding. And as you said at the top of the hour, in essence, committing insurrection. And then this story comes out about Katie Hobbs. And if you guys will remember, it was a rather contentious race in 2022 between she and Carrie Lake. And at one point, they had to, they were unable to announce the victor on election night. Then it went through a series of them counting the votes. And I don't know why people didn't find that rather strange because Katie Hobbs was also at the time, I think the Secretary of State, so she was over the election. So she was able to see who was shy votes and how many votes were needed to put the other person over the top. But again, the media came in and they explained it away. And when I say the media this time, I want to include the left and the right because the right media didn't go out and say, this does look kind of nefarious or strange. And why, would, why wouldn't she just recuse herself and let someone else count the vote, knowing that this was going to be a contentious election. And if she doesn't do it, people are going to always think that maybe she cheated. But none of the people on the right reporting the news wanted to cover that. They just go, okay, we're not going to say that because it'll be conspiracy theory. No, it's not conspiracy theory. It's a thought. It's a probability that could possibly happen. She's a secretary of state. 
And you want us to believe that she's going to be fair and honest when we look around us and we see that nothing has been fair and honest with Democrats? We're just told to believe it? Look at the summer of 2020 when we had all those riots. Government buildings were burned down and we were told it's just the summer of love. So now we're supposed to believe that this woman in a contentious race is going to be fair. Well, if she's going to be fair, why won't she just step aside and say, I'm going to step aside because I, I don't want to give any perception that I swayed the votes or that I did something nefarious. Why couldn't that have been the story? But no, we're just supposed to take her word at it. Oh, just believe her. The same way we're supposed to believe all these judges that are going against Donald Trump. We're supposed to believe all these charges. And yeah, this is truthful. We're supposed to believe Jack Smith. We're supposed to believe all the classified documents that they found all those boxes strewn around at Mar-a-Lago. But then when it comes to Joe Biden, oh, he had his tucked away in his garage with a stingray. Oh, and Mike Pence, he forgot that he had those documents that were dating back to his time as a senator. And Joe forgot his dating back to about almost like 50 years ago. We're supposed to believe that there is nothing here to see. The same way we're supposed to believe that the UPenn Biden Center, the Chinese donors, they were just doing it just to help him out. Oh, there's nothing to see here. The same way we're supposed to believe this judge in New York who knows nothing about real estate is going to value Trump's properties after saying that Trump valued it and he overestimated it. Okay, so you said that he couldn't do it, but you can do it. Why? Why can you do it? Because you're a judge. You're a Democrat judge, and you know that no one's going to call you out. Oh, yeah, maybe that's the reason why you can do it. And maybe that's the reason why Katie Hobbs decided, well, I'm not going to step aside. I'm just going to go ahead here and count the votes and tell everybody that I won. And when Carrie Lake says that I did it, I'm going to say, shut her down. We're going to file a lawsuit against her. And we're going to make it seem as if though she's a crazy one. So now after all that turmoil, little Katie Hobbs is going to step down. Mysteriously, rather. We don't know why, but I heard that she was just in D.C. earlier that week. Maybe she was there, you know, trying to get a position, trying to get a job, like Keisha Lance Bottoms. She was the mayor of Atlanta, term limited out, and then Biden decided, I'm going to promote her, bring it to D.C. Let's just have another party. That's how Democrats roll. They fail up and not down. So this mysterious reason why Katie is stepping aside. Now, had this been a Republican, Andrew, we would already know why the person stepped down. It would have already been leaked to the Washington Post, the New York Times, or fake news CNN. We would already know it. But there is no curiosity as to why she stepped down. A woman who was in battle in an election, the, gover the governor of Arizona, a key state now that's going to determine an election. Arizona, where Fox News decided to call it early for Biden. Maybe that's the reason why they don't want to delve into this, because there's something nefarious that's involved. Carrie Lake has come out and she's questioned it. She wants to know what's happening. But in the meantime, we have the state treasurer, Kimberly Yee, who's going to step in her shoes. For a period of time, we don't know for how long. But she's going to step in, and if I were her, because she's stepping in, I would do everything that I'm allowed to do in my powers, because the Democrats would do the exact same thing. If I'm allowed to fill vacancies, because I think that there are some, uh, excuse me, some roles or positions, agencies rather, that needs to be filled that Hobbs couldn't get filled, if I were her, I would go ahead and fill it. Why wait? Now, providing she's going to do the right thing, because you know that we do have 
some Republicans who are rhinos, and they'll go against the grain every time just to appease Democrats, just so they'll get favorable uh, articles in the newspaper. We have to question this because there's something that's going on here. And we need to know what exactly it is for her to step down. And this is this is what the, um, let me see, the Arizona treasurer, Kimberly, he said on X, formerly known as Twitter, I've been notified that I will be serving as acting governor beginning later this evening until mid-morning tomorrow. Read my full statement. I think that took place on Friday. And as far as I know, she's still the acting governor. What the heck is happening in Arizona, as Andrew said? What is going on? What are they doing that we need to know about? This is a this should be a top concern to everyone because this is a key state. And as I said, it was a contentious election. But with Democrats in control, they will hide it. They won't make us aware of it. They will try to keep the truth from us. And you don't have a curious media that will question them on this. The same way going back to Jamal Bowman. That should make all the headlines this morning. They should be talking about it until we get to the bottom of it. But they'll look at it and say, well, we don't want to touch it too much because remember, he is a black man and we don't want to be seen as racist. Yeah, but what he did was a criminal act. He's tried to stop a government proceeding. So we should know about it. But, you know, no one cares. But here on After Dark with Robin Andrew, as I said before, we're going to constantly look at this. Now, I had something else here that I wanted to talk about, and that is the bodega worker here in New York City, Jose Alba. I don't know if you guys remember. I think about a year or so ago, or, or earlier this year, was a bodega owner, was beaten to a pulp almost, and he was trying to defend himself against this black guy, and he stabbed the guy. In self-defense, it was on video. Everyone saw it. And as opposed to them going to see if he was okay, they took him to the hospital, they chained him to his hospital bed, and then they threw him in the slammer. This was compliments of Alvin Bragg, the same Alvin Bragg who indicted President Trump on trumped-up charges, the same Alvin Bragg who had said initially, I am not going to bring these charges against Trump because I can't get a verdict and it makes no sense. But then comes along January, and then someone in the Biden White House said, you need to indict him because Biden is going to be caught in a scandal. So we need for you to indict him. And lo and behold, like clockwork, they decided to indict Trump. That Alvin Bragg, the Alvin Bragg who's allowing criminal activity to flourish in New York City, the Alvin Bragg who's allowing criminals to go in and steal at stores. And as long as it's under $900, they don't care. They're not going to arrest you because you need to do this. That Alvin Bragg, that Alvin Bragg who, along with Letitia James, decided to, I'm going to indict Trump also on his business dealings. And I mentioned that earlier. These are radical progressives. They need to be stopped because if they're not, they're destroying the country. They're destroying our way of life. They're turning America into, got to say it, folks, a shithole. That's what they're doing, allowing in all these illegal aliens. I mean, you okay, okay I said aliens. Some people want to say illegal immigrants or migrants, whatever, but they're here illegally, and they shouldn't be here. And that just goes back to the budget that Jamal Bryant was trying to stop because we know that there's money in there to fund them. But no money for East Palestine. 
Remember East Palestine? Yes, yeah, some of you probably forgotten the whole water issue, supply chain problem, transportation. Pete Buttigieg is supposed to be over it. A train exploded with toxic waste that went into the water that the people are drinking. No one has looked at it. Biden hasn't gone there. Trump went there. Remember Hawaii? They had the fire devastation. Biden went there begrudgingly. Promised them, I'll give you $700 a piece. That's it. There's no more we can spare because we've got to give the rest of the money to Ukraine until the illegal immigrants that are coming here. Just give our money away. We don't care. We don't need the money. This has got to stop. This is crazy. And the American people need to wake up and demand better leaders. Demand that our money be kept here and not given away. But huh, who am I? I'm just calling it out and letting you know that it's not fair. And before you know it, you won't have a country. We won't have a country. We will not be able to recognize ourselves. And you see that in a lot of our big cities. Someone has got to stop this. But it keeps happening. Now, I'm looking here at my notes, Andrew. We spoke about this, I think, earlier on. Or we'll, we'll probably speak about it later on this week. Uh, the Democrat Party and the people that are entering in, that are looking to run and all that. And I just had a note here, and I had an asterisk by Cornell West. Cornell West is looking to run, I think, as a, I guess, a startup party to counter Joe Biden. Now, Cornell West has been a hero of the left. But now they don't like him because they think that he's going to challenge Biden's reign. And if he does it, they feel that he'll take away votes from Biden. See, they like you when, they're, when you're doing their bidding. But when you're not doing their bidding, they don't like you. They throw you under the bus. And I wish Republicans would realize that. I actually wish the late John McCain would have realized that before he died, that the Democrats don't like you. The only thing they want is to use you. You are a useful tool, and that's it. Once they've used you, they will dismiss you. You look at poor Diane Feinstein. We mentioned her. I mean, who died? And I look at her, and I look at what was her name, Supreme Court Justice, Ruth Bader. Both of these women should have been allowed to step aside and to retire and enjoy the last moments of their life with their families. But the Democrats wouldn't have it. We want to keep you there for as long as you can. We will prop you up. We will let everyone know. They will make everyone think that you're okay. So you stay right put. Stay right where you are. And these women ended up dying. Not being able to enjoy the last moments of their lives. But out there trying to, I guess, stay the cause of Democrats. That's what they're doing, Andrew, with Joe Biden. This man should be in a retirement home all the damage that he's done to this country. He should be in a retirement home. But instead, they're going to roll him out every week to mumble and grumble, look confused, look dazed, and then to say, oh, he's sharp as a tack. So we mentioned in the first half of the show, his gait is off. And we're paying for that, by the way. He's going to be wearing orthopedic shoes. But no one is supposed to be able to call any of this. We can't call any of this stuff out. Because when we do, they shut us down. And like I said, the right-wing media, they seem to be okay with it. I mean, I was looking the other day at this other story of this man in, I think, Baltimore who raped and killed 
this executive had a history of criminal activity, had tried to kill someone before. And lo and behold, he does it again. And do you hear about it? No. Quiet as it's kept. Jason Billingsley. Yeah, I'm going to say his name. Jason Billingsley. The media don't t- won't talk about it. They want to keep it quiet. You know why? Because he was a black man. Look at the riots that took place or the bomb rush that took place in Pennsylvania the other night. These black youths went into these high-end stores and just ramshacked it. You hear very little about it. So much for diversity and equity. Very little. Don't say anything about it. Oh, they, you know, they need it. And then you have this one woman. It was really funny because they called her Meatball. And she looked like a meatball. Who orchestrated all this on social media? She's supposed to be an influencer saying, Oh, go ahead, tear it down. We 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 need to eat. We need to eat. You don't need you need to eat. Okay, meatball, you need to stay away from the table. But here this is what I find interesting, because I know we're getting ready to shut down. Why is it that these looters never go into grocery stores where food is to take food out? It's always high-end stores or drug stores. They never go into a food store and say, oh, I'm so hungry. I'm going to take the food out and take it home. No, they never do that. It's always high-end retail stores, clothing stores, or electronic stores. That's not going to feed you. But what it will do is put money in your pocket when you can put it on the black market and resell it. Let's see, I just dismissed another lie from the liberals that, oh, they need this for food. No, they don't. It's time to wake up America. It's time to wake up and make better decisions, and it's time to reject the policies and the narratives of the left, Andrew. Yeah, very well put. Thank you all for joining us once again on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream, or you can go to AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.